Hello and welcome to the Real Friends Who Read Books podcast, where my friends and I force each other to read books we wouldn't typically read because that's what a book club is all about. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Erica and Mary Page. Every other week, we'll dive into one of our picks, exploring the themes and characters and whatever else comes along the way. You know, like a book club, but without the snacks. This is Real Friends Who Read Books. These are my real friends, and we've got some books to read. Let's get to it. This week, step into the world of Prithian in book one of the Ecotar series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, by Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> Ecotar! <laughs> okay, and now I'm going to read the back cover summary. When 19-year-old Huntress, Feyre, kills a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous, magical land she knows about only from legends, Feyre discovers that her captor is not truly a beast, but one of the lethal, immortal fairies who once ruled her world. At least he's not a beast all the time. As she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy Tamlin transforms from icy hostility into a fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of Fae. But something is not right in the fairylands. An ancient, wicked shadow is growing, and Feyre must find a way to stop it or doom Tamlin and his world forever. 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 Forever and ever. Forever. Vibe check! Sorry. <laughs> I think that was the best vibe check of the season. <laughs> so excited. Ah! Um, this is the day I've been waiting for. Why am I singing? Um, <laughs> Have I converted you yet? I'm going to leave it. We're going to sing to our listeners today. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I immediately bought the second book after finishing this one. I loved it. It kept my interest the entire time. The world Sarah J. Mass built was so fun. It was beautiful, but dangerous at the same time. There's action, there's magic, and my favorite, there was romance. You all know that's what I'm mostly here for. So I was very excited for that. <laughs> Yo, this was a good one. I'm surprised by how into this I was, given how I'm really not into books that need a map to decode them. That's usually not my jam. But she did a really great job. She created such a vivid world right from the beginning, and it really just draws you in. Never feels like the plot gets stale. Caps your caps help keeps your attention the entire time. Wow. Keeps your attention the entire time. Map and all. It was a really good one. You know, I'm so happy. <laughs> I love this book so much. This whole series. Now I just need to convince you both to read the next book. Well, Mary Page, it's already. I'd consider it. I'd think about it maybe on the off season. Or if you, I, you can assign it for season two and I would do it. I mean, I'd have to because you'd assign it. That's how assignments it's, work. It's a, it's a, it's pretty hefty. It's a how hefty. Long is it? 600 pages. Yeah, it's a hefty. <laughs> and the third Good one's luck. even bigger. And then I'm reading, I'm reading her, I have to just show you, Erica, I'm reading her newer series. Sarah! <laughs> she She's got lots to say. Right? Wow. It's, she really hit her stride. And all of her books have, like, have a fairy 
theme, but they're all in different fairy worlds. It's very fun. I'm just going to gush about Sarah J. Mass this entire time. But let's get back to A Court of Thorns and Roses. You found your Taylor Jenkins read. I did. She's yep. my TJR. Erica, now we need to find yours. They're going to be fucking depressing, whoever they are. <laughs> They're going to bum you out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so. In the first chapter, we are introduced to our main character, Feyre Archeron, while she is hunting in the woods. I will not lie. This first chapter had me worried I wouldn't enjoy the book, but that quickly changed. What was your immediate reaction to the story and our main character? So I think because you hyped it up so much, Courtney, I was not worried at all while reading. So I was all in, waiting for all the good stuff to happen. So I didn't really care how long we were in the woods. <laughs> easily influenced i love it yep. teensy bit of a slow burn for me almost lost me if we'd stayed in the woods a little longer but we kept it moving and it really ruined me as the book progressed yes yeah as soon as uh tamlin sh- as soon as the fairies were around i was there but the mm-hmm. whole beginning was so depressing and snowy i mean and desolate in the forest <laughs> Um, so we quickly learn that although Feyre is the youngest of her family, she is also their provider. It quickly becomes clear why she comes off so hardened. What did you think about the Archeron family and their dynamic? Yeah, not a fan. That's a lot of responsibility for a 19-year-old to take on. I truly felt sad for Feyre because it didn't seem as if her family fully appreciated her, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I felt so sad for her. Their entire family dynamic was just bad but i also found it really interesting that despite all of that she felt such an intense sense of loyalty to them given the terrible terrible treatment she received in return but hey families are weird man yeah um i did not get the loyalty thing i think that's one of my biggest (laughs) hang-ups i don't yeah seriously explain yourself sarah (laughs) she she could have at least, like, given the Fey world a chance before wanting to run off, in my opinion. Like, I would have just seen what it was all about before trying to get back to such a sad, sad place with such cruel, cruel people. But And, like, the dedication and loyalty seemed like it was originally to her mom, but, like, her mom kind of sucked, too. <laughs> it would have it made more sense if it was, like, you had this, like, magical, wonderful, special relationship with your mom, and then she was, like, ripped from you, and that was, like, the one thing that you were clinging to. But then we found out it wasn't that, and your mom was also kind of just like, meh. And so it was just like everything in your life kind of sucked, but you were like, nope, desperately must get back to that. Right. The grass is definitely greener, girl. Yeah. And the only reason that like she kept bringing up was that she had made a promise and promises in their world were like- I'll break them. Watch me go. Right. But it's kind of like that in our world too. I mean, we're not going to, I don't know. It's like, all right. <laughs> okay, Pharaoh. You'll get past this. We'll, Integrity. We'll, we'll try to be patient, I guess. <laughs> She's like a motivational poster. <laughs> the, the integrity one that you find in yes. a school counselor's office. That's her. <laughs> She's got a freaking wolf pelt over her shoulder. <laughs> She's sweet, all dirty. Sweet gal. Sweet gal. Oh, Pharaoh. Um, so we were talking about the woods. While she's in there, in the woods, she's hunting for her family, and she sees a a doe and a wolf 
was creeping up on it and she's like, no, that's mine because I'm starving. My family's starving. And she kills both the, she, she kills the wolf and the doe or the wolf kills the doe. Not really sure. I don't remember. Everyone's dead. What, like I said, wasn't like super into it in the woods. So both times I've read and listened to it, kind of didn't pay attention to what the, you know, the logistics were of the wolf and the doe. (laughs) I digress. Any who's it's. Um, so soon after that, she's visited by a fairy who knocks her door down while she's eating with her family. And he wants to take her back to live in Prithian, which is the Fae world, as punishment for breaking a treaty between the Fae and humans. Did you consider her actions against the wolf to be murder? Murder? <laughs> How much would you be shitting your pants if you were in this boat? Well, this is a tough question because from Feyre's perspective, this is survival, so I don't know. But moving on. (laughs) Yes, I would definitely be shitting my pants. But at the same time, this gave me Beauty and the Beast vibes. So in the back of my head, there was a small voice saying, whisk me away, you magical beast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) i've heard this like i've read it i've heard you say this already still funny it's the funniest shit just as funny the third time (laughs) so glad man yeah so sometimes i think about how not cut out for an apocalypse i am and questions like this just really drive it home because like yeah no not cut out for this um i'd be shitting my pants and I don't know, kind of feels like murder, but also like survival. But the the, the bottom line here for me is um, I'm not making it either way. <laughs> she was doing it for survival and to feed her family. But yeah, upon realizing the full con- context of the situation and that Andreas was sent out there kind of as a sacrifice, things get a little bit murkier, feels a little bit more confusing for everyone involved. But either way, please don't put me in this situation. I will not come out alive. That's the TLDR. Oh, I feel like adrenaline would get me and I would react. And kill me. Well, and like a shot to the heart. It would get me like a shot to the heart. <laughs> like it got Steve Irwin. All right, oh, my man. Oh, poor Steve. Pry yourself. That's how adrenaline would get me. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I don't want to laugh at Steve. Why am I laughing? <laughs> Because you're uncomfortable, that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like adrenaline would get me. I would definitely be shitting my pants, but also, I don't know. I would be acting. I would be moving. I don't know. Maybe I just want to be, like, reacting like Feyre. So in my head, I'm like, I would, I would be scared, but I would handle myself fine. But, I mean, I feel like they were really stretching it if they're trying to consider what Feyre did with the wolf with Andreas murder. Um, if I were Feyre, I'd be like, okay, call my lawyer, please, because this is bullshit. <laughs> Here's his card. <laughs> Dude was out in the woods in the human realm, disguised as a wolf. What did they expect? Um, and then. You know what that line of reasoning sounds like, though? What? Don't. <laughs> what was he wearing? <laughs> oh fuck (laughs) no it is so different when it's a wolf (laughs) what are you supposed to do a literal wolf (laughs) a wolf is going to eat my dinner okay 
my dinner for my family for weeks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what, was, what were they wearing? Oh. Okay, but what was the wolf wearing? <laughs> A really skimpy sequin top. Cute. <laughs> and some booty shorts. Mmm, sounds really cute. <laughs> ah. Okay, so upon meeting the Fae of the Spring Court, Favor learns that uh, they are all under a spell that has forced them to live in masks. Like, all day, every day, they can't take those masks off. Not to sleep, not to shower. Um, Tamlin's mask is a wolf because that is his, the form he takes when he transforms. That's his, like, fey power, as he can anamorph. <laughs> <laughs> um, the housekeeper, Alice, uh, as well as all the other housekeepers, have bird masks. Lucian has a fox mask because he is cunning and sociable. What animal do you think your mask would be if you were stuck in the spring court? Well, upon taking about five animal quizzes online, I have come to the conclusion I would be a butterfly, which is pretty cool with me. I like that. That feels really on brand. Mm -hmm. That'd be cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I feel like maybe it's um, the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, but for some reason, I read the housekeeper Alice had bird masks, and I coded that in my noggin as plague doctor mask. And that's how I read oh, this no. whole thing in my in my head. Just this whole time I was reading it, and I was like, "Yep, that's how they're taking care of this house." And I just was like, "Yeah, that's normal." Tuesday at Tuesday at the Manor, plague doctor Alice is here, and like we carried on. So I'm glad that I read this a second time because it's clicking right now that it was like more of a bird and like more feathers and less plague. It's funny that you say that because as you were describing that, that's pretty much how I saw her too. Like it was definitely plague doctory in my brain. Right. Right. Not completely plague doctor, but like but like but like eighty percent of the way distinguishable there. Distinguishable enough that someone would be like, Wow, she's she's got she knows if you if you put she knows the plague. She knows she's met plague. she's met the plague. She's she gets it. She gets yeah. it. The plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For me personally, I am going with Stingray. Took me a while to get here, but upon thinking about a recent interaction with a stingray, I feel like we've got a lot in common. Um, they really just want to be left alone, but if you invade their space, they'll tell you in a very spicy way. <laughs> and uh, I gotta respect it. I gotta respect it. I don't love their tactics, but I do respect it. Mm-hmm. I love that for you so it's much. Perfect. It's so fitting. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need... I need a visual of this mask now. Like, because the tail, would it be goatee? Like, we You know, discussed? yeah, it would be. You know that that cartoon when we were kids that had, like, that character that was, like, half shark, half man? That's so- Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's, it's me about a stingray. <laughs> <laughs> With a goatee. Oh, God, With a goatee. so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With, like, Dr. Alice. We've teamed up. Oh, that's funny. Um, I also took some quizzes. I took three separate quizzes, and every single one of them came back to a wolf. I meant to wear my wolf sweatshirt, but I wore it all day yesterday, so you don't get to see it. But I obviously don't disagree with the wolf thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um... I've come to replace Tamlin as High Lady of Spring Court. My first order of business is to take the spring down a notch 
Uh, I prefer chilly weather, bit of rain, bit of snow now and again. So we'll call it climate change. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring climate change. <laughs> Humans are going to come ruin the fairy realm too. <laughs> we didn't have enough of it here. <laughs> oh, poetic. Um. All right. So in the story, we, along with Feyre, soon learn of the other seven courts that rule Prithian. Their spring, winter, fall, summer, day, dawn, and night court. Which court would you belong to if you could choose, just based upon what little we know of them from the first book? Hi. It's me again. Once again, <laughs> lost my soul to one too many BuzzFeed quizzes because I have problems, okay? <laughs> so for one of them, I got winter court, and then the other one, I got day court. So hopefully those are good ones. I don't know. You tell me, Courtney. Uh, day's great. Winter's great. Yeah. I love you introducing yourself. It's like signing your text messages. <laughs> Love dad. <laughs> yeah, like I'm an old person. Thank you it's so beautiful. much. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Um, but thank you for the recommendation of a BuzzFeed quiz because I also took one and I got Night Court. Thank you so much, BuzzFeed. Feels like it checks out. So when I read this first, I thought Fall Court sounded pretty cool because I like fall. I'm that basic bitch that looks forward to it all year and then talks about it. The only thing I'm not that's not basic about me is I do not like pumpkin. Pumpkin spice, anything. I'll fight anyone. I I will fight anyone about that. How do you feel about pumpkin bread? I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin anything. So I thought fall would be cool. Um, but then I took a quiz and night court for sure. So see you there. Yeah. And I'm okay with that as long as night court doesn't mean like there's like parties late at night. Yeah, raving. My, okay, but also my nighttime is to sleep. Yeah. Well, no, see, my thing is like, I have insomnia. So <laughs> night court, I just feel like they're just up late like me because no one can sleep. <laughs> night court is like playing crosswords in your bed at 3 a.m. That's night court. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Will you guys come visit me? <laughs> you know, yes, I think but only so 3 day court. I'm pretty sure. Oh, or I was going to say winter court is like a neighbor to night court. So, okay. Yeah, it's because it gets dark at 4 a.m. Also, yeah. in the fairy world, you can just like, you can transport yourself pretty quick. So it's not like you're that far. Oh, that's nice. You kind of just you like, whoop, and there you are. There's an actual <laughs> phrase for it, but I can't remember because my brain's not working boop. this morning. I like boop. the phrase is boop. What if it made that noise every time you like a doorbell? <laughs> well, you don't want to sneak up on someone until you do, and your fadoop gives it away. <laughs> um. All right, back to the fairy, back to fairy Ooh. world, fairy world, back to Prithian. What was the most jarring aspect of the fairy world and what was the most enticing? Yeah, the rituals were strange, huh? Weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Absolute weirdos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did love the setting of the fairy world in general or just how the author set everything up. 
So I feel like it's exciting because there's so many different courts and lands for us to learn about. It's fun. Uh, yeah. The magic. The magic was so much fun. Um, that was the most enticing part, I think. The most jarring aspect, fairies are brutal and weird, man. The rituals <laughs> are strange as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so true. <laughs> Talk about these rituals. Weird. Like, ew. What are y'all doing? Stop it. Do less of it. Whatever it is. <laughs> ah. No, all that shit was just like, mm, it kind of like kept you on the edge of this edge of your seat, which I think is like maybe more of a me thing than a book thing. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. And I think like books like this are written to evoke that feeling yeah. on purpose. And I think I, as a human, struggle with that because of who I am. Well, it's like she's taking things that already make people kind of uncomfortable. Yes. Like politics of things and like the way that people interact with each other. And then you're, they're just like hyping it up on fairy juice or whatever. <laughs> just Yeah. Really yeah. can make for some cringy stuff. Yeah, I the rituals to me and yeah, the dynamics between just like the the way that they The cave thing. Yeah, the whole and any the, the under the mountain. Thing. Yeah, anything <laughs> that euphemism? happened under the anything that happened under the mountain for me was just like wow. Like, like what are y'all doing down there? But the the thing is, like, it was even weird for fairies can you imagine right oh my god even I know, them right? they're like we're kind of we're here on we don't want to be here but we're here oh, we're just shit. dealing with this shit or oh, this bitch is wild yeah shit was nuts yes um well, let's talk about the characters a little bit um what are your feelings on Feyre as she learns to adjust to her new world and is this a main character you liked or one that you love to hate i really liked Feyre I mean, it's nice to finally have a badass female as the main character. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was really rooting for her. I think she was really likable from the start. Really felt like the underdog. The only thing I was kind of like, oh, dude, was just the family stuff. Or I was like, <laughs> I know, mommy, leave it behind. We can't get over that. <laughs> like, it wasn't that great. <laughs> Stay in the fairy world. There's food and hot fairies that like you. Right. Keep looking forward, my gal. Magic. Food and hot fairies. Food and hot fairies. And all the painting one could ever want. Right. Come on. <laughs> Although I do get her complaint about not feeling like she has a thing. Like her whole yeah. life, she's been yes. taking care of her family. And now all of a sudden, she doesn't have a job. She feels like right. her identity has been taken away from her. And they're not like, here, you can, you can take part in this. They're just like, oh, enjoy yourself. You know, you've worked hard mm -hmm. enough. She's like, I'm not Stay ready to retire. I've only been, I'm only 19. I'm 12. <laughs> that changes the whole story if she's 12, because let me tell you, yeah. some of that spicy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I loved Feyre, too. Um, and as the series goes on, I like her and love her and love her and love her and love her. Like, I just later books. Yeah. Um, she's one of those characters where everything that she does, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't dis I don't disagree with the choices that you've made throughout like the entire series. And I just Oh, I love that you don't go oh. to hate her. That's no, a it's not at all. And um like she's all she's very relatable. And then all this stuff that happens under the mountain, like she goes through some major PTSD 
in the second book and watching her mm. watching her go through that um that. makes you like her so much more because you're like i relate to this i feel this even if it's a fairy stuff like a fairy I world love it. it's nice to see someone like going through things that you feel are super relatable and like coming out of it eventually i love that oh, that's really cool I love that. yeah so i just love Feyre. she's wonderful and she gets more and more badass okay let's talk about tamlin <laughs> heart eyes <laughs> i would have dated him that's all i have to say <laughs> you're just like full stop that's all that's all you need to know yeah i would have dated him he was cool i liked him on the whole overall i'd give him like a, a b i think but he did possess some of my least favorite dude traits Mm. He's unpredictable, a little bit uncommunicative, occasionally explosive. But she did a really good job of writing him as a nuanced character. You really were rooting for him at some times. Other times you were like, oh my god, I want to punch you in the face. Kind of like dudes in general. Honestly, truly. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's true. So, that's where Good I job, Sarah J. Mass. So I give him like a B, which is a much higher than I score most dudes. Oh. <gasps> Good job, Tammy. Yeah, hey. But like, we'll get your shit it. together, guy. Learn how to communicate. <laughs> um, reading the whole series has left me really unable to answer this one with 100% honesty. Silly. Um, but as I was reading this, I was on track with Pharaoh the entire time. You hate him now. Yeah. I, I feel like... You hate he him He no longer likes him. Uh, but you did I like was... him? You're, you despise him now, but you ended book one okay. Oh, yeah, it's kind of clear. Paige is like, whatever. <laughs> um, so which other characters, aside from the two eventual lovers, <laughs> do you find yourself drawn to? <laughs> uh, Lucian? Is that how you say it? Yes. And Rysand? Recent. Recent. Yes. Because they both come off as turd muffins. Or, well, they mostly are. Yet, deep down, there's a story and maybe a tiny little bit heart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, ditto on Lucian. Is that how you say it? Lucian. Lucian? Yeah. Uh, ditto on Lucian. He's a good good sidekick vibes there with him. And I really appreciated the humor, too. Mm-hmm. He usually came through when Fairy needed him. And I found that really endearing. Despite... Yeah. The fact that he sometimes came off like sort of sarcastic and distant. Yeah, he was a he was a turd nugget. He was like that that friend that just gives you shit all the time, but yes. you like yeah. him anyways. Yeah, you try to win him over regardless. Yes. Um. Yeah. I was. I thought for a hot second that maybe Lucian was going to be the one Same. that she had a, a a relationship with in the beginning because he was mm-hmm. in there a lot more and she actually talked to him, whereas Tamlin was just like some brooding man over in the distance. Um, and I really they liked him. Are. And I was really, I was, I wanted, I wanted to know more about his story. Like, why do you have this crazy robotic eye thing? And how does that work in a fairy world? And why are you the way, why are you the way you are? So. Things I'm always asking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, Lucian I, I absolutely loved. And then also I was drawn to Recent also because 
I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with that one. And I mean, I mm-hmm. absolutely wanted to know more at the end of this book. Um, so did you find yourself falling in love with Tamlin and the Fae world as Feyre began to? Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so I really do enjoy Tamlin going back to their relationship here, but mm-hmm. something tells me that it won't last forever, and that makes me mega sad. Is it the way something... that I'm being spoilery? <laughs> no, I just, I just... can't contain it. Even in the <laughs> book, there's the way that they had re- recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having a hard time with that name. Um, but it made it seem like they're eventually going to be a thing. We're in space right now. <laughs> good God, Gritty, you having fun today? I am. I, I love this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really fun to get caught up in. But honestly, if y'all could have seen the faces of disgust I was making every time a spicy scene with Tamlin came up, you would have loved it from across the room. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just, I would catch myself reading those parts, and then I would be like, what did your, what's your face doing? And I would, like, check in, and I would be like, oh, my God, utter disgust is what your face is doing <laughs> outwardly. Like, thank God you're home alone, because just absolute utter disgust on your face right now. And then I would have to, like, shift my face into a more neutral expression. So, yeah, I'm a mixed bag. <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> but I do love the fairy world. I'll give you that much. Yes. Yes. The fairy Definitely world, the is, world is super, super cool. I love how it's split into the different seasons and the different day, the different courts. And I feel like one that leaves it open for a lot of different stories. You could take right. that in a lot of different ways. And also, I just think it's super clever. And I want to visit these places. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. what it's like to be in Dawn Court. What makes it different than Day Court? Is it like mm-hmm. always like a dawny glow? What are what are the people like? Ooh, or a golden I'm, glow. What are the fae like? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the spicy stuff that Eric was just talking about. That's a good transition into my next question. Um, so <laughs> fun little story. I've seen this book, uh, the series cycling around on Bookstagram for quite some time, and I kind of just ignored it because. I do that when people get hyped up about stuff, I guess, until it's me. And then I'm like, read this. You must read this. You have to read this. And it wasn't until one of my favorite GMs, that's a game master. It's a D&D thing. Uh, she just, she was talking about the books that she was reading. <laughs> yeah. My favorite general manager of professional sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a dork. But I love it. She was talking about the books that she was reading because she does really great world building for her games that she makes. So I love her. Uh, She's at Quiddy on Instagram if anyone wants to check her out. She described this book as fairy smut. And then I was like, wait, I do want to read that. (laughs) Like I would read fairy smut. (laughs) I didn't know it was fairy smut. Of course I want to read this now. Um, And now here we are. So in the spirit of fairy smut, what was your favorite spicy moment between Feyre and Tamlin? I would say the night he bit her neck. And <laughs> when they stuck Erica's like absolutely not full disgust. I'm so sorry. It's like a literal automatic reaction. That was what That's my face fine. was doing as I read the book. It was like, Ugh. why? And then I'd be like, fix it. 
Um, also, when they snuck in a hardcore makeout session <laughs> before recent walk okay, in. Okay, see, I can get on board with that for, like, the, the interpersonal dynamic of, like, ooh, danger. Like, I like that part of it. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm on board with that one. That's my choice. Not the biting of the neck, huh? <laughs> Just... See, Didn't love that one. I liked it all. Like, I liked them all because, and I think those are two good bookends because, man, yes. does the author a make you, the author makes you wait so long because you know that something's going to happen, but it's like, like the world's longest foreplay and then you just get a little nip on the neck and then you're supposed to just wait for some more. She's chilling. It's in between. clever as hell to keep you going. It is. <laughs> She's a good writer. Yes. She's a really good writer. So I really liked those two. I also the the danger of the when they were sneaking away was mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, fan myself. I love it. I know, right? And I also really appreciated like how she actually wrote these scenes. You could tell that it was written by a woman and not a man because I feel like sometimes you read like just scenes like this in other books and you're like the way that these things are being described is like by a man who's never seen a woman before in real life like not once right, not realistic you're like, at all it was the adjectives a lot you're using and right it's like it does so i'm sure it doesn't work like that guy so like i really appreciated in reading this you were like mm-hmm. i can see that you are a person who has experienced real human connection yes that is evident. Like, it really came through in her head. She's a real person. I'm a real girl. Great work, Sarah. Yes. You're not a weirdo. <laughs> Congrats. Oh, yes, I liked the spicy stuff. Did you agree with Tamlin's choice to send Feyre away after his encounter with Recent? Would you have gone after him as Feyre ended up doing? I see why he did, because he just wanted to protect her, but... Dude, you're so close to getting an I love you from her. Come on. You would have broken the curse. That makes me so mad. So Yeah, wow. He really got the timing wrong on this one. <laughs> so Big wrong. time. I mean, what I get why he did what he did, but like, give it another day or two, you clown. You really could have avoided this whole thing. 49 year curse. Just wait three days, dude. <laughs> Three what? days. Bro. Patience. What's wrong with you? Idiot. Ned. Idiot. He had total, totally a savior complex. And he did it in all the wrong ways. And it did not work out. And she still ended up going after him. Because why wouldn't she? Because of course. She's a strong ass woman. Okay. She took care of her family from the age of 14. I don't think she's right. completely useless in this you know, thing. Come Although, on, guys. She killed your wolf in the woods. Of course she's gonna... You know how this is gonna go. Right. Why play the... Why Why the, Why the? do this dance, Tamlin? Come on. Please. Like, she's just gonna sit in her parent, in her new big house while in her sister's garden. You know. In her frilly clothing. In her frilly clothing. No. No. Ugh. You can't give her the dick and then just chip right. her up. <laughs> how dare he? Oh, ridiculous. Uh, speaking on all of this, all she had to do to break this curse was say, I love you. How upset were you um, when you learned this truth about, oh, the truth about the Spring Court and Tamlet and the curse that they were under? 
I believe I texted you, Courtney, at this exact point because I was very, very angry that all she had to do was say, I love you. And that's it. Like, I will not be getting over this anytime soon. I'll be carrying this through every book that I read of hers. (laughs) Hilarious. So funny to me. Playing on everyone's greatest fear, love. (laughs) It's so funny. Clever. So clever. Yeah. I remember the when I read this the first time, I literally was like, no! <laughs> it's so easy, but so hard. Exactly. She was feeling it. She just had to say it. And of all times to say it, it's when you're being shipped off in a way, right? It's goodbye, you dingus, because then you don't have to see how it lands. <laughs> you're out. Right. Just do it. <laughs> ah! Ship it. So freaking funny. Uh, Yeah. So in an attempt to save Tamlin from this curse that she now has learned she did not break because she couldn't say I love you. But she could have. But she could have. Uh, she doesn't have that, issues. Doesn't that sting? Um, Feyre finds herself in the middle of a war among the Fey as well as in a love triangle between herself, Tamlin, and a very powerful, slightly unhinged evil queen that he denied the D. <laughs> it's not a place you want to find yourself. No. Um, Feyre strikes a deal that she will complete three trials of Queen, of queen Amarantha's choosing to try and free the man she loved. She is then imprisoned for the length of those three trials. That's a total of three months. Three moons. Um... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> In case you didn't know. During her imprisonment under the mountain, Amarantha gives Feyre a riddle that if she can solve, will immediately free herself and Tamlin along with his court. So here is the riddle um, from page 313. There are those who seek me a lifetime, but never we meet. And those I kiss, but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair, but I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. By large, my menstruations are soft-handed and sweet, but scorned, I become a difficult beast to defeat. For those each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. If Feyre can solve that riddle, she and Tamlin and the Spring Court would be immediately released um how long did it take you to solve this riddle you know (laughs) riddles are not my thing so i just accepted her answer when she gave it at the time and i was like cool thank you so glad you solved it yeah this this swiss cheese brain wasn't made for solving riddles so i solved it when she solved it but all that to say i didn't solve it but what a great riddle it really was and my life didn't depend on it Although, not to brag, I totally knew it was love right away. <laughs> of right. course you did. I'm calling, I'm calling you for all my riddle needs next time. Uh, I knew it. And I was so annoyed because I, I was like yelling at my book. I'm like, it's love. It's love. Stop going over and over the words. Just call me. I know. Just phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Um, okay. So of the three trials that Feyre had to partaken under the mountain which one was the most memorable to you the first one hands down it was packed with action and showcased her smarts and badassery we love an underdog win oh yeah 
Mm, yeah, ditto the wormy one for sure. I don't know if it's just me, but the uh, bones visual is really in my brain. <laughs> that one's going to be up there for a minute. And so will the description of our friend the wormy worm. will be up there too <laughs> with the bones. Nothing but bones and worms up here. Worm. Wasn't it the best when she took that dirty ass bone and chucked it at Amarantha and got it all over her skirt? Loved it. Oh, <laughs> loved that. Yeah, Feyre. Good luck, Jane, reading that. That part was. <laughs> That's like a fairy dousing stone and glitter. <laughs> Someone get the tide bed. <laughs> Um, yeah, this was also my favorite. Um, the third was most memorable ob- for obvious reasons. I feel like that's a kind of, this is kind of an unfair question, but the worm was the most enjoyable for sure. Um, I don't typically like sporty scenes, but this was like, I couldn't, I typically like speed read through this stuff, or, but this one, I was there the whole time rooting for, I felt like I was watching, I was on the edge of my seat. It was great. So yes, 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 yes. So, let's talk about recent, because he was under the mountain, uh, and this is where we get to know him a lot better. For the worse, for the better, we're not sure. What are your feelings on the role that he played throughout Feyre's trials? Because he he offered her a bargain where he would save her life, because after the worm thing, she had some, some cuts that were covered in worm poo, and she was <laughs> going to die. <laughs> straight up die of fever and he saved her life um but the bargain was that she then had to go and stay with him for one week a month for the entirety of her life uh so what do you think the reasoning was behind this bargain and what do you think about uh just him helping her throughout the other trials in general i i think he just wanted to he wants to marry her bone her and marry her I like Paige getting straight to the point. She's <laughs> like, fuck it. Let's, let's just say right what he's thinking. <laughs> I really honestly appreciate it. You're like, let's cut to the chase, ladies. Let's <laughs> not dance around that. Let's not dance around I that. love that because I feel similarly. Ugh, men. But my first impression of him was not so hot. Yeah. But as we got to know him, I don't know how everyone else felt about him. But I started to really enjoy him as a character. He's fun and unpredictable so bad that he's good <laughs> i began to forget about tamlin tamlin who yeah yeah i mean tamlin's uninspiring well he just sat there the entire time yeah he just didn't yeah, yeah he didn't do anything it was upsetting yeah. mm-hmm. i do feel like he could have given her cooler tattoos i mean if you're gonna give someone a full sleeve Feels like you could have given him cooler designs. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, my two I agree. Um, yeah, so recent. I'm just not going to say much about it. <laughs> Shut the... Oh. No, okay, so I, <laughs> I did not like recent at all at first. And then I was like, oh, I kind of understand your motives. Don't like the way you did it, but I understand your motives for all of this. It's bigger than what it seems. It's grown on you because Tamlin's a trash person. And so he was like protecting her from Tamlin. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, And giving her a really weird tat in the process. But like it could have been a cooler one. Right. He could have let her choose the tattoo. That makes me so mad. (laughs) 
You know, like those flip sheets they have at studios? Yeah, give her a flip sheet. Give her one of those. Come on. He just give her a flash sheet. Badoop's a little flip sheet. Badoop. Yeah. Just, he's like, could pick you pick one? one? She's like dying. Can barely like keep her dying. eyes open. Yeah, come that on. That one. Are you sure you want a unicorn on your arm, though? And she's like, yes. <laughs> Alas, missed opportunities, but whatever. So I wasn't going to read the second one. But as we talk about this, you're making me want to read the second one. <gasps> Yay. Please do. Because 600 pages in all. Um, I need to talk about the other one so bad. It seems like it might be. They get you know. better and better as they go. Like this one, amazing. But the next one, <laughs> I can't even. I love the cackle you just did. <laughs> oh, she's just such a good writer. I, you, like, I remember I finished this one. I had the second one on deck because I knew I was going to need it. The third one I had ordered. Need. I the third one I had ordered, and I, there was a like six hour gap of time where I didn't have it, and I was pacing around the house because I was like, I need to know what happens. I need to know what happens after that. And Brandon's like, Dude, chill. It's just a book. I'm like, You don't understand. I was the table over. I was literally like my anxious because I needed to get to the next book. It's there. It's very good. Just thinking about it because I'm all hyped up now. Wow, look at you go. Ah, and we get to talk about it. This is the dream. This is why I wanted this podcast. It all culminates in this for you. <laughs> My last episode is a good one. So the third trial, um, Feyre has to kill three high Fey in order to save Tamlin. That's the last thing that she has to do. But she has to look him in the face and stab him in the heart. One after another. I did that overhand. <laughs> that was my half-hearted stabbing motion. She just had to boldly murder three people <laughs> in order to save a bunch of others. And look them in the face while she's doing it. That was her third and final task. What would you have done if you were in Feyre's shoes? Uh, such a little chicken. Like, I don't know. I don't like this question. I feel uncomfy. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to make a decision. <laughs> Paige, tell us in on recording if you'd kill someone. <laughs> tell us. Would, would you, you look them in the kill face? Kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to put it on the internet later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if I was in her situation, I would have disassociated so hard. That's what I would have done. <laughs> No, I want to say I would have done what she did, but I think that's just because it makes for really good reading mm-hmm. and watching her work through the heart thing or whatever, like the heart of stone or whatever. Fun little twist. Loved being along for the ride for that. In all actuality, no, I just would have disassociated really hard immediately. <laughs> that's what I would do. That's, oh, that's right. I forgot to mention she kills the first two and then off comes the, you know, sack on the head or whatever <laughs> and hey look it's tamlin the man you love <laughs> you just gotta Surprise! just gotta kill him um yeah i too i want to say that like i'd be as because I, I feel like it takes a bit of strength to like internal strength to do something that you know is going to haunt you for the rest of your life to save a group of people that have not really treated your species is that, I guess, what they would be? They've not treated humans well, but, like, she wants to save them anyways. And that's a big deal. Of course I want to 
say that I could do that. But I don't know. I can't really I can't really guess. I have no answer. I don't know why I asked the question. <laughs> you just wanted to hear us admit we'd kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I finally have a book. Well, no, this isn't my first book with any moida, but you know. I feel like it's necessary that we discuss that there's murder in this book. There's murder. It's not all magic and love. There's a bit of murder. I don't know why I keep saying it funny. Okay, so obviously Amarantha's a monster, um, but were you shocked with her actions after the third trial because she won? She And then Amarantha's like, yeah, I said I would free you, but I never said when I'd free you. <laughs> How did you feel? What were you feeling when you read that? Um, I was very upset. Like, how dare she set Farah up for a failure? How rude. How rude. How very rude. Okay, but like, on brand, right? Like, let's set appropriate expectations and we'll be appropriately whelmed. Even Farah knew that this was coming in the beginning. That was the thing that she was thinking about the night after she made the deal. She was like, oh, shit, we didn't talk about timeline. Right. She knew. Exactly. Oh, what a vindictive bitch. It's just like, no, son of a bitch, what's happening now? No. And then she just starts beating the crap out of Vera. But then she solved it. She solved the riddle right before she died. Well, right as she was, you know. As she dies. As she's dying. <laughs> it's love. <laughs> um. So what are our reactions to the ending of the story? Would you be happy if you were turned high Fay as Feyre is? And what do you think this means for the future books? I'm surprised that it happened so soon. <laughs> Especially in the first book. I I figured eventually she would turn into something other than human. But high Fay, Like, dang. Yeah. She went right to the top. Well, I mean, let's skip no steps. Efficiency. I like it. I appreciate it. I think I'd be geeking to find out that I'd been turned high fae. Um, No, the ending was good, though. It had my attention right to the end. And I really did cram for the final with this one. I read 200 pages in one night. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Two days ago. Girl, was that like a, fuck, I need to read this. I have to keep going. Or was it kind of like, I mean, I, I do need to read this, but I'm enjoying it while I'm doing it. Honestly, the latter. It was really good. Oh, that makes me sick. Yeah, I was like vibing with it. And I think that... Part of what makes it not such a heavy thing to cram is that she does a good job breaking up chapters in short sections. So it's not like, like you have quick checkpoints so you feel like you're making progress Yeah, pretty often. So it's not like, oh my God, this chapter is 40 pages. What? Right. It's like you keep completing chapters and you're like, oh, I'm trucking along. It's like taking a breath, you know, it's it's like a comma in a sentence. Uh I can breathe here Uh for a second. And then even if the, if it flows right in from one chapter to the next, right. there's like a breath that you take in a chapter. I think it's I it's so clever to do it that she way. She has chapters, like just like bigger paragraph breaks, basically. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Uh, yes, exactly. I wish more authors did that because I hate yeah. long chapters. Yeah. I would be super jazzed to be high fae. I'm not gonna lie. You get to be super strong. You have like magical qualities. Heal fast. I think the scent thing, though, I can do without that. Oh, the scent thing. Or I feel, I think I would be most irritated by having super hearing, you know, because oh, yeah. I'm like sensitive to noises. <laughs> so, or like earplugs, you know? Would they work on your 
high fey years though? Surely they would dull it in some capacity, but like gross smells, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're right. The smell would be kind of a bummer. Uh, so, uh, will you be reading any more of this series? I, I feel like I got some yeses. Well, I know I'm Banger Pages. Yes. Yeah, I already bought the second book I'm in. So, I want to just make sure that I like set enough time to like fully enjoy every minute of it because I have read that a lot of people's favorite book in the series is the second one. Yes. So, I want to really take it all in but like can you start it soon because i want you to know the answers to these things so i can talk about it in a squealy voice (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) oh my gosh funny okay so as we have recorded this i have gone from i think i'd consider it to i think i'm gonna do it yeah i'll take it yay i think that's where i've progressed as we've recorded this but i will say I usually steer clear of fiction because I don't like when how done well an engaging story can really take a reader on an emotional roller coaster. I hate that shit. Despise it. Mm -hmm. And when done poorly, it's just really hard to read. And regrettably, this was an interesting read that made me feel things for characters. And I did not like that. (laughs) No, Sarah. No. (laughs) There's only so much room I can have for feeling. And they're all filled up with my own. I can't give, keep giving it to these fictional characters. Damn it! Yeah, I get <laughs> I get super wrapped up into fictional characters. I have fi- I have like character crushes and everything. It's it's rough. Now it's that time where we wrap things up with our one sentence summary. A magically action packed spicy romance with fairies. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> This red like forbidden fairy erotica with a little bit of fairy politics on the side. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I like the little That's emoji you added. <laughs> Thank I you. I, a little bit I did this on my phone with a little bit of sparkle. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, my sentence. Um, Ew, this is just the beginning. <laughs> And I'm Before so I'm excited. The second one. I'm so excited to have you on this ride because it's so good. I'm so glad that you're ordering it. I can't. Uh, you know what? Even if we don't make this a like a the second book, like a podcast read, uh, because we've all read it, we could maybe do it a, like a little bonus episode where we just have a freewheeling discussion. A freewheeling oh, like discussion. That. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to make this an episode regardless, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Well, we're going to have a lot of time (laughs) on our hands for our break, so why not? Uh, Well, that's that for that. We'll be dropping our upcoming reads in the show notes if you want to read along for next time. Coming up next, we've got In a Holidays. Can we believe it's the final book of the season? Ah! No, we cannot! We are real friends who read books. I'm Courtney. I'm Mary Page. And I'm Erica. Oh, get to see you. (laughs) Get to see you. (laughs) Get Get to reading. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. I guess. Bye. Bye. See ya. (laughs) Get to see ya. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And if you find yourself on Instagram, check us out at realfriends underscore podcast. We can't forget a special thanks to Brandon Schmunk for our theme music. And thanks for letting me use your office today. It's pretty comfy. a different voice everyone has a different fadoop sound some people's are just like a normal like boop and then other ones are like boop. <laughs> sounds like a thonk <laughs> 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 <laughs>